0: You know say that it feels right, it feels right, it feels right, yeah. You know say that it feels right. Hello, good friends, and welcome to another episode of the 10,000 Layups Podcast. I'm Kyle Radke. I'm drinking a LaCroix, and uh, that's Julian Andrews. Um, you are drinking a—wow. I was going to say LaCroix should yeah, sponsor baby. us, but you're drinking a Bubbly.
1: I'm drinking a Bubbly Bounce. Bubbly Bounce. It's caffeinated. Yeah. Um, it's that kind of a day. It's that kind of a day. It is. It's like if you're if people
0: that are listening to this are in Minnesota, um, you'll probably hear this on a Thursday. But today is Wednesday, and it is kind of gross outside. Um, because we deserve it after we had one nice day in the last,
1: like, six months. I know, right? You pay for your you gotta, sins, I guess. you got to draw your energy from somewhere. And today, that's from Bubbly Bounce. Although, let's set off a bidding war between LaCroix and LaCro- Bubbly. I- <laughs> whoever wants to sponsor whoever gives us more money you win the sponsorship that's, yeah you that's get to simple
0: li- you get to talk to our 180 listeners listen um, maybe more than that I don't know who knows we
1: have to be aspirational here yeah
0: um today would be a pretty quick podcast since the one that we recorded on Sunday was a little lengthier but thanks for uh thanks for listening to that I thought it was fun I think a lot of people do think it's fun i um, talking about sports cards one like I two quick thoughts on sports cards one Um, I wrote about sports cards over at zone coverage. I wrote four Timberwolves players to buy right now. And I'm not saying you should buy them because it's a good investment. I'm saying like (laughs) you're a Timberwolves fan and you just want to own these cards. Like you want to be a fan and like own their cards. I targeted like four to go after. Um, In no way do I advocate buying any Timberwolves memorabilia um,
1: at all. As an investment.
0: Yes. Nope. Like as a fun thing. Sure. As an investment. No. Um, then the other thing, uh, you and I talked about this a while ago. So 2020, 2021 Donners came out. Uh I bought a pack of it. It's like 90 bucks for a pack. Jeez. You and I thought maybe it'd be like 400 bucks for a box and we could split one. Um, they're like a thousand dollars for a box. Too much. So yeah, a little, little too rich. Um, my advice for people wanting to get in, um, just wait for the retail stuff to come out and hopefully you can buy it. Like yeah. you'll you'll probably still pay a little too much but um yeah i would just wait because the rated rookies are what you want anyways um okay let's uh let's get um on to some headlines this week um all right to start um bill simmons and zach lowe talked recently um and they talked about uh is in the low post podcast uh and bill simmons they talked about the D'Angelo Russell and Andrew Wiggins trade. Yes. Now I'm just going to like, this is so this is like, so 2021 I'm reading what they said in their podcast
1: on our podcast. And then when you guys listen to our podcast and do your podcasts, you can talk about what we say. Exactly. You only have to listen to this podcast to get any of your news. Yeah. So Just We're keep just, that in mind. Keep that yeah. in mind. We, we just take steal care ideas. Of everything. Yeah. Uh, no, we provide the listeners what they want. That's, that's what we're here for. Let's we're, not say we steal ideas. We're
0: the parents and we just feed you um, candy and mashed potatoes with extra butter. Oh, yeah. There's there's no, no, no veggies. No broccoli at this table. Hell no. All right. Um, all right. Simmons said the Wolves uh, might have lost the Wiggins Russell trade without throwing the pick in. Low response. Without the pick which was completely foreseeable. It's not wild that happened at all. Including the pick at that level made it a clear warriors. win. I said it at the time when everyone was so exuberant about Russell and towns coming together and Simmons of course goes, not me um, because he, uh, he has to make sure that we know he's right.
1: Yeah. Bill Simmons is never wrong as we know. Uh,
0: But then the interesting part, and this is something that I Zach Lowe is very, very smart, but this is something that we've been talking about the whole time. Uh, Lowe said, zoom out in Minnesota's biggest problem as a franchise is that D'Angelo Russell isn't as good as they thought. I'm not sure he's a top 15 starting point guard in the NDA right now. Wow.
1: It's a tough one. See, here's, here's the issue. Do you, well, okay. It's very hard to look at this in a vacuum. Did the Wolves lose? Like, so pretend the pick didn't go. If you have an opportunity today to switch back Wiggins for Russell. You do it because I still think, I still think no, I still think you would I, rather have Russell than Wiggins.
0: I agree, especially like to say that you'd be getting this version of Wiggins too, like in a different offense and like probably a little more energy. It's a reach. Um, yeah, I mean, you don't fault the Wolves at the time, I guess, but I, I, I do think that Timberwolves, along with a lot of other people, thought D'Angelo Russell was way better than he was. Um, And I don't, I mean, I guess like he hasn't been like super healthy, but if you have watched Timberwolves games, even without Towns, like I guess it was so confusing to me when Russell wasn't playing well and Timberwolves fans are just like, well, wait till Towns comes. And it's like, no, no, no. Most NBA stars are able to like pick up the slack or like, they look better sometimes when another star is not playing with them. Where Russell did the opposite. He got really bad. He got worse. And that's, I mean, I think that's how you differentiate a role player and a star player is role players tend to get better with talent around them. Star players can elevate the game of everybody. D'Angelo Russell cannot do that. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Wolves bought really high on D'Angelo Russell, which, I mean, anybody who plays fantasy basketball, you know. You know, you never buy the player. You never try to trade for the player when they're at their peak of their value. You try to get it when they're in kind of a dip. And I guess I guess there were signs uh, – It's like I guess the Wolves kind of did the worst of both worlds, which is they paid a high price even though there were already signs that Russell was not the player that they maybe thought he was because the Warriors were horrible with him. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like the same thing where we're saying, okay, Wiggins is doing a lot better in this system. Obviously, Wiggins is playing with Steph Curry, so that matters. But, I mean – Russell had the same infrastructure. So any of Wiggins's, uh, you know, improvement that you're going to chalk up to just the the Golden State, you know, whatever's in the water over there. D'Angelo was drinking that too, and that didn't seem to work for him. So yeah, I don't know. It's I don't know. I I I wouldn't uh, if it was if it's just a one for one swap Wiggins for for Russell. You know, I I think the Wolves probably still do that. But yeah, when you throw the pick in, it starts to look really bad, just because how good of a draft class this is like what the lottery odds look like i mean we've talked about this so much like it was just a disaster yeah it i mean but you got to move on right like this is what it is now so all you can really talk about is how do we how do you improve. how do you fix I mean, it now how do we how do we fix it as the as the <laughs> role gms but no like how what do you do next
0: well i mean I, I i i'm again i hate saying like the sources say but i do think there's some internal uh I think mean, there's some internal questioning on whether or not uh, the the leadership is as smart as yeah. they once thought, and would we like that's easy to say, right? Like when your team's last in the NBA, well, of course you're going to be like, maybe we're not doing this right. But in next year, if they make a run and they're the six seed in the West, um, you I know. mean, you
1: got to give like Gerson, that whole administration was really new. You got to give them the benefit of the doubt, at least a little bit.
0: Some I would say more than the benefit of the doubt is you have to give them time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like the benefit of the doubt is tough because looking at it, you're like, well, you guys have done a lot of stuff wrong. Uh, but you also have to take a step back and saying, well, I guess if they say they have this vision, um, you know, and it's, if it's pretty ugly, but it's only halfway painted, we probably shouldn't yeah. judge the, the portrait yet.
1: No, I mean, like benefit of the doubt in the initial stage, like when they okay. first come in and make a move really quickly, you can't like you have to at least I, I guess that's time. Yeah. So you just have to give them a chance to like see what the goal is. But I mean, if they could have the best plans, if they can't execute on them, it doesn't matter. So
0: yeah. Another thing that I wanted to clear up. Um, so Julian, we're in a group chat and I don't know who the person was that texted this in the group <laughs> chat because there's so many people I saved all their names, but I, I don't know. Uh, somebody said they were listening to the, uh, was it the Ryan Rossillo podcast? Maybe. And um Gosh, I forget his name. Uh, I don't read all the messages in
1: the group chat either. What um, was that? Is the his point? name
0: Frank Frank Isla Isla? Is that how you pronounce it? From the New York Daily, the New York. He's on ESPN all the time. Okay. Uh, yeah, Frank Isola. Is that his name? Sure. I you know he's a big Tibbs guy. Uh, they're buds. Um, do you remember this when when they said that he said that. Tibbs, or that in Minnesota, when they made the playoffs, I guess Frank Isola said this on the podcast. He said that the Timberwolves organization and the workers didn't want the Wolves to make the playoffs when Tibbs was there because they wanted to take their vacation early. Insane. I can, anybody that's listened to that, I did not listen to that. And I don't even know if that's what he said. That's what somebody in my text message said that he said. Um, Because we don't report the news. We just report what people tell us is the news.
1: (laughs) Um, The most tenuous of sources that this. person Might have done this. So sorry if this guy's just catching strays for no reason. But
0: yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe he's sort of fine. Um, I'll say that that is the furthest thing from the truth.
1: Yeah, absolutely Um, not true.
0: We were jacked to make the playoffs. That game, I think it was game three at um, Target Center was like the sickest game ever. Um, Yeah. I was in Houston for game five uh, and I can tell you that uh, the only people that wanted to uh, their vacation to start early was uh, one person named Jimmy Butler who uh, <laughs> who he got out of town before the night was over. I'll just say that yeah. uh, he wasn't on the team flight back home. So uh, yeah,
1: they, no, well, that's, what call, that's what we call firsthand sourcing right there. That's that I was there. Yeah. That's
0: reporting. That's uh first-hand sourcing. Yeah. He was, he was not on the flight. Um, maybe that's not uncommon. I don't know. Maybe it's not uncommon to not stay with your team. Is it a bad example? I would say. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's uh, go to another topic here. Quick. Uh, all right. Over at uh, NBA.com. Steve Ashburner, who used to work for the star tribune rated his top 10 rookies of the year. Uh, up to this point. Uh, number one, no surprise is Lamelo ball. Number two, Emmanuel quickly okay, from the New okay. York Knicks and Edwards is at number three. Uh, shout out to Nick fans. Um, but uh, quickly in the, in the first half, 12.2 points per game, um, 2.3 rebounds, 2.4 assists. I mean, Edwards, 15 points, four rebounds, 2.5 assists. Uh, is it just maybe that quickly's playing bigger minutes on a competitive team?
1: Yeah, I think it's a combination of, kind of how good the team is and then also where quickly was drafted. Like, I think it's very easy to get hyped up about a later pick. I'm not saying quickly. Isn't good. Like Mm -hmm. I am. Obviously it's a great get in the second round or wherever he was taken. But uh, I think when you don't see a guy coming, it's easier to look at their, uh, their uh, kind of what they do well over their flaws because you don't expect them to be able to do anything like to, to be perfectly honest when you take a guy late, you're lucky if it's a, you know, a qual- he's a quality NBA player in, in any way. So, so the fact that they're actually getting, you know, a guy who looks like he could be, you know, like a really, at the very least a good scorer off the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's relative to expectations. I think I think you would still rather have Edwards. I think every NBA team would still rather yeah. have than quickly. I think if the I think if the Wolves offered Edwards for quickly tomorrow, the Knicks would do it uh, in about half of a second.
0: The big stat here, though, or not, not necessarily a stat. The big takeaway for me is Tibbs is playing a young guy. Um, I know,
1: and not even a young guy who likes to play defense.
0: No, just a young. Well, and the thing is, um, I was the biggest Marcus Georges Hunt Hunt fan. And yeah. I was so pissed when Tibbs won't play him because I thought he was a guy that should play. Um, and then after Marcus George's hunt left Minnesota, he never played again. So um, Chuck went up to Tibbs. I lost that one. Yeah.
1: Um, maybe I have maybe, to have to give Tibbs a dub. The, yeah. the the bringing the New York Knicks back into the playoff conversation is one W and then uh, being right about something that Kyle Radke thought.
0: Okay. Uh, I know what I want to tell other. you. So
1: that's two wins for Tibbs.
0: So I got uh, – I got reminded that I didn't, t- I didn't share the story when I talked about my favorite combine stories.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, you, I think I, I've told this to you. Uh, d- did I tell you the time that I got Tibbs? Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. You should so, tell the listeners.
0: Yeah, I, I will. So, um, when Tibbs got hired, I think, I don't know, I think it was 2016, 2017. Um, I was, we were at the combine, right. And we're in Chicago and it's, it's a huge media circus because Tibbs is there and he's back in Chicago and everybody wants to talk to him. And, uh it's our first time meeting him. Uh but it was me and our videographer named Carlos. Uh Carlos, uh if you're listening to this, I love you. But Carlos was late every single day to our video stuff because <laughs> uh I don't know why. I I don't I didn't ask questions. He would always message me in the morning, ask me if I wanted a Red Bull. Um, you know, which is a weird question to get at 8:30 in the morning, but the answer is always yes. Um, <laughs> so he came with Red Bull and gum for me, but he was always like an hour, an hour and a half late. Uh, hey,
1: listen, if you're tracking on Red Bull and gum,
0: it's it in Chicago, I get it. Yeah. It um, anyways, so our PR guy, Aaron, uh, text me and goes, Hey, uh, your interview with Tibbs is all lined up, uh, for like, uh, you know, 3 PM or whatever. So we're at the combine. He goes, just go up to him Tibbs. He knows who you are and blah, blah, blah. So we go up to him and, you know, introduce ourselves. And Tom's like, Oh gosh, so great to see you guys. And, you know, we small talk for a little bit about where to get pizza and, um, you know, whatever, like Tibbs and I are getting pizza at the same place. Like, okay. Yeah. Like my budget's like eight ninety nine. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, and, and he, I go, Hey, sir, are you ready for this interview? And, uh, he goes, you know what? I actually, um, I actually have an early dinner plan, but what I'll do is um, first thing tomorrow morning, let's meet same spot, um, you know, nine o'clock or whatever, which was bad news for Carlos. Cause he, you know, nine o'clock was not a good, wouldn't be a good time for him. He'd be late, um, but Tibbs goes, yeah, just same spot. And we go, okay. So I, uh, <laughs> I text our PR guy and I, I just go, Hey, we rescheduled till tomorrow morning, just a heads up. And he goes, well, that's funny because he's got a flight back to Minneapolis tonight. Uh, and Carlos looks at me and just goes, damn, man, we got Tibbs. You did um,
1: indeed. You did so indeed.
0: That was uh, my first story with Tibbs. And, um,
1: yeah, you know, Tibbs not known for loving uh, other people. But like who do not, but like not necessarily people on his staff. Like I, I he was, I, you know, a lot of the players really liked him. A lot of the coaches really liked him. Contrary to popular opinion. He was actually, I think, somewhat well liked um, amongst a lot of players and coaches, but a little bit of a hard guy to work with on the content side.
0: Yeah, yeah. N- not not exactly.
1: Did not even really thinking about the Twitter likes tips.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um okay, well let's let's wrap this up. We're at what twenty minutes, sixteen minutes, seventeen minutes. Um You're already just tired to, of
1: me?
0: No, I'm not tired of you. I'm just saying I <sighs> No,
1: it's cool. We, yeah.
0: We we were just talking for so much on Sunday and um, yeah just for you know my vocal cords and for the future yeah.
1: you've you've got early dinner plans <laughs> got, we'll, we'll, re- we'll record again tomorrow you,
0: you got ratkeed.
1: <laughs> uh okay
0: um uh headlines uh marcus smart out on thursday versus the nets i don't even know why he's out so um
1: he's been hurt forever and then they said he was going to come back
0: well so now he's out uh okay. Myers Leonard will be away from the heat indefinitely (laughs) as he should. I'm not going to touch that, but, um, like, come on, Myers Leonard, be better,
1: horrible stuff.
0: Yep. Just really bad stuff. Um, Bosch Pierce headline 2014 or sorry, (laughs) headline 14 finalists for 2021 class. Uh, Hmm. if you're looking for a boost in the card market, uh, it's probably too late to go after those guys, but uh, start looking ahead to hall of fame classes. Those guys generally get um, a little bit of a bump report jazz add uh, another weapon which might be the best thing that's ever that Urson has ever been called is a, <laughs> I was
1: gonna a, ask like, which weapon specifically <laughs> like how, how, how,
0: <laughs> I was like I haven't heard his name in two years I feel like but uh oh god I had a huge think,
1: weapon I don't think that's I don't think that's what the headline I would have written do you no, think he'll I, play any minutes
0: uh, I'm,
1: I mean their issue is already that they can't play favors and gobardi I don't know man they already they already have a weird situation with the bigs they're not going to be able to play Ilya sova together they will...
0: has i guess like playoff experience but um i don't i don't consider him like a weapon I, I think of him as like a guy on your bench that right you don't feel horrible playing
1: like if... if somebody gets hurt he can play
0: yeah i agree um okay uh report warriors put high price on wiseman um uh shocker well as you should you just picked him second in the draft so
1: Okay. Good, good idea. No, no, we won't be getting Wiseman for a second round pick.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately for, for maybe for quickly though,
1: um, report
0: <laughs> Embiid <laughs> Simmons expected back this week. Oh. I think Embiid's back Friday, Simmons back Saturday, that's um, great. after some COVID tracing, um, glad to see the NBA did the right thing though. But that's like the worst case scenario, right? Is that they were around somebody that tested positive and they would have played in the all-star game. And then if they would have exposed people, um, but uh, glad to see everybody is all right.
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, I want. I'm. I'm kind of becoming a bandwagon Sixers fan. I used to hate them, but I really kind of want Embiid and Simmons to do well this year. So I'm. I'm glad that they're okay and they will continue to play very good basketball.
0: They will. Yeah, they will. Um, all right. Well, let's leave it at that for this week. Um, We'll talk on, uh, we'll record again on Sunday night. It'll be out Monday. We'll, we'll, we'll get a guest lined up this week, which is kind of crazy. Um, yeah. I actually I don't have any excuse at all. It was just poor planning. My week my... was
1: crazy. Yeah. I mean, I was we'll kind of busy. That. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wedding planning is hard. Um, yeah.
1: Well, hey, listeners, if you made it this far uh, and you have any questions or things that you'd like us to talk about, please tweet at us. Uh, we are always looking for suggestions. Not that we can't generate ideas ourselves, but Kyle only has so many Tib stories. Actually I think I, that's the only Tib story Kyle has. Yeah, so project only that good one. More, don't ask for more Tib stories.
0: Yeah. I have a few Glenn Taylor stories, but we'll save that for another time.
1: We'll wait until he sells the team. Yep. Uh, He's still so too powerful. Still too powerful. Yeah,
0: he'll squash me. You'll never see me again.
1: <laughs> oh no. You've been tailored. Ah. That's what they call it when you just you get buried in your backyard. <laughs> Jesus.
0: <laughs> I hope not. Um okay anyways. Well, Julian, uh, you have a great day. You have a great night. You have a great week. And, um, tell the listeners, you have a great week. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.